Hello. Well, hello. Hello. Welcome to the Two Tunes Podcast. I'm Bo. I'm Brandon. And this is Two Tunes Podcast. Nice. I'm getting <laughs> over being sick, so I sound very... Normal. Stuffy. <clears throat> that sucks. How yeah. is uh, New Orleans? <laughs> I heard you fell. New Orleans was wild, man. <laughs> yeah, not in the ways you think. Uh, so, I, yeah, I went to the Jazz Educator Network Conference, which was phenomenal. Uh, I had not been to this conference since 2007 when it was called something else mm-hmm. and technically a different thing, but it's basically the same thing. Um, and it's it's amazing. Um, like, everybody who's anybody in jazz is there. I mean, you know, not literally everybody, but, like, for the most part, people are there. Yeah. And and there's people – I was telling my students, like, there's there's literally from middle school kids – all the way up to like the biggest names mm-hmm. are all just at this thing and intermingling and whatever, you know, in different ways. Mm-hmm. So the, um, the, the way that, or what goes on is basically throughout the day from like nine to five, basically every day, there are sessions that you can attend put on by various people, mm-hmm. high school teachers, middle school teachers, professionals, um, college professors, all that kind of stuff on like, research they've done or this new technique or you know just like any conference like any conference but Mm -hmm. all you know jazz based obviously and there are also performances throughout the day as well so Mm -hmm. like jazz bands vocal jazz groups combos you know all different things and um some of them are like adjudicated and some of them are just performances and it's, it's all kinds of different stuff um and then at night from like 8 to 11 they have these three back to back concerts essentially in this one big space that are all big names mm-hmm. um and then usually at 11 in another room they've got another concert going and then from eleven thirty at night until 1 a.m they have jam sessions as well happening did you participate in any of the jam sessions i did not i'm too old for that um no you're like, not just too tired you're never too old <laughs> um yeah i did not um but i went to a ton of things it's it's overwhelming because like every hour basically there's like three or four things that i would want to see yeah um and so you gotta just pick you know you can kind of try to bounce back and forth especially if it's performances it's easier to bounce you know because you just hop in the middle and just hear what they're playing or singing or whatever but if it's sessions and stuff that's that's a lot harder because you want to like go to the sessions and like sit through the whole thing and stuff so um yeah, but it was really cool, and I saw some amazing performances and stuff. Um, some groups I'll probably bring into the podcast and stuff and talk about. Cool. Um, one in particular that I just, I don't know how I haven't brought them up yet, but I will. Um, and then, also, I sprained my ankle. <laughs> yeah. I, like, ate it real hard um, walking back from, from dinner with, with a friend of mine. Um so one of my AP friends, like from doing the AP reading, yeah, yeah. her husband, uh, well, she's a professor at UTSA and her husband is, um, I think the director of jazz studies at, um, Texas state. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so he was at the conference mm-hmm. and then she was just like along just yeah, for yeah. like the hang and stuff. She didn't even like go to the conference, but she would just like, she was doing schoolwork and then they would catch up and have dinner and lunch and different stuff. And so when I saw he was there, I was like, Oh, Hey man. And he was like, yeah, Jenny's here. And so I was like, Oh cool. So we, we caught up. Uh, for drinks and stuff and then um there was like a, a friend of theirs that i met and like chatting getting along and everything and then we split off for the night because they were staying somewhere else mm-hmm. and he was staying pretty much at the same place that i was i the hotel i was at like connected to the main to conference, the conference. Yep. place so we were basically going yeah let's walk back together whatever so two things one apparently the sidewalks in new orleans are notoriously bad 
Yeah. That's like a thing. And I know that that's a thing because my Uber driver Mm -hmm. to and from the hospital (laughs) and everybody I talked to at the ER was like, oh yeah, you're not from here, right? And I was like, no. And they're like, yeah, our sidewalks are terrible. I'm like, cool. (laughs) Good to know. But what happened was, is that the sidewalk... Um, this is a visual thing I'm going to show Bo, but basically, like, part of the sidewalk just started to slowly angle down and yeah. become stairs. Okay. While while the rest of it just stayed flat, flat, quote-unquote. It yeah. was like brick kind of thing, and then it just slowly did this and became stairs. And I, at some point when it started to become stairs, just caught the edge and just went down like a ton of bricks. Okay. So, All right. Um, you know, for those who don't know me, I'm a big guy. I'm 6'3". I'm over 300 pounds. Like, I'm a big guy, and I just I went down hard, you know? Because it wasn't even a thing of, like, oh, I kind of tripped and was able to kind of, like, no. It just was, like, bam. Bam. And I hit my knee really hard. In fact, I, like, checked my jeans because I was, like, oh, for sure. I just, like, ripped a hole in my jeans. Or yeah. I didn't. Um, I did skin my knee pretty bad. Like, mm-hmm. it's still an open wound, like, a week later. Okay. Um, not terrible, but that that was my main thing. And I And I, you know from falling like just felt like a little dinged up but i was like totally fine otherwise and more mm-hmm. embarrassed than anything yeah, yeah and walked back like it was still like another 10 minutes back to the hotel walked back totally fine mm-hmm. just more like oh that was dumb and check my knee and like yeah it's bleeding i'll like clean that up a little bit went to bed this is like midnight and woke up at like four in the morning and my my left ankle is like screaming in pain mm-hmm. and, ju- and my foot and everything's like swollen and i was like oh god <laughs> okay okay so i got myself as ready as i could be like looked up urgent cares nothing was open until like six or eight in the morning okay so i just caught an uber to this um er basically like a couple miles away like just in the worst pain mm-hmm. and um hobbled my way like to the because i even got dropped off at like the wrong part of the thing because it was like it was like a whole thing yeah um till i like finally got to the er because it on their website it made it look like um they had an urgent care and like maybe they do yeah but like that wasn't open and whatever so i like called the i called them from like outside because i was i had like walked around the block to what i thought was the entrance and turned out i had to go back to where i came from okay like it was awful so anyway, but they said like the fact that I was at least putting weight on it, even if it was excruciating, was actually like a pretty good sign yeah, like yeah. that it wasn't broken, mm-hmm. which it turns out it was not um, just a bad sprain and stuff. So yeah, as I told my students, I was like, oh, I got this cool souvenir of a crutch. <laughs> yeah, that's what. So yeah, yeah, when I when I left the ER, I was like needed two crutches. Like it was that bad. And okay. then I went back and slept a little bit. And um, Friday, the only thing I did at the conference was my university, the jazz band performed at 11 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I went to that. And then at 11 at night, there was a concert I wanted to see, and I went to that. Okay. That was all I did that day. Oh, and I went to a rehearsal because I was performing the next day. Um, but the rehearsal, I could like sit. It was in like a hotel suite. Okay. But that's all I did that whole day other than just like lie in bed because I was in pain and gotcha. everything else. But But by that evening, I was down to one crutch. And by now, here we are, Sunday, like almost a, a little later. over a week later, and yep. I'm totally cleared and fine. That's good. But yeah, it was wild. And then I came back and I started feeling sick, and I was like, oh, please don't tell me I got COVID at this <laughs> conference. I don't. I tested negative. Um, I just bad cold, gotcha. so, which I'm still getting over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like a great time. 
It was a good time. It's also extremely exhausting mm-hmm. just because there's so much and it does go like so late. Like, again, I didn't go till one in the morning at the jam session, but even still, like you're at these concerts till 11 or midnight mm-hmm. till you get back to your hotel and settle. Or like if you go out and have drinks with friends or whatever, like, you know, it can be, it can be a lot, but yeah, no, I was not like drunk on Bourbon Street and tripped or whatever. It wasn't anything like that, but yeah, it was wild. And I didn't, that's the other thing. I didn't even like do New Orleans. Yeah. Like I was on Bourbon Street, which I didn't realize. I was like going to this restaurant with some, some friends and mm-hmm. it was like just, just off of Bourbon Street. And I was like, oh, okay, here's Bourbon Street. Cool. I get it. You know, it's like mm-hmm. closed off and whatever. And it's, it's, it's really touristy. And yeah. I've been there once. Yeah. Not as, like we, we played a show and like we went there. Sure. Like, oh, this is okay. Cool. Yeah. And then gone. Yeah. But I didn't get. I didn't go to Cafe Du Monde and get the the beignets. I didn't go to like the French Quarter. I didn't really do anything. Yeah. Part and and I don't th- and I wouldn't have any. I mean, part of it was the injury. Like, I may have gone a little bit more exploring. Yeah. Without that, um, that kind of hindered my ability to get around. Yeah. Um. By the way, shout out to my friend Jenny for going and getting me my meds. That was super clutch because I was I couldn't walk to the CVS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. <clears throat> But anyway, yeah, so, but anyway, uh, what I was saying is, like, the conference was so packed full of incredible stuff yeah. that, like, I didn't need to go to New Orleans. It could have been held in, the in like, Bozeman, Montana. Yeah. No shade against Bozeman. <laughs> I want to go to Bozeman. I, uh, yeah. But, like, you know what I mean? It could have been held in the middle of nowhere with nothing else around. Yeah. And I would have been equally as, like, engaged and whatever. So mm-hmm. the fact that it's in New Orleans is almost like, Why? You know, because that's why. Yeah, but because. You know, but I mean, like next year it's in Atlanta. They, they're alternating now. Every year they're going to be in in New Orleans every other year. Okay. Like so, next year it's in Atlanta, and then it'll be in Texas. Then it'll be in like Louisville and like different places. Okay. But like, is it always in January? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's just kind of like it doesn't matter where it is because the whole point is the conference. I mean, you. A good conference should do that, right? Yeah. You want to be engaged the whole time. I've been to plenty of conferences that are not like that. Yeah, I'm thinking of the conference that I'm going to go to, and I'm, I'm, I think there's stuff that I'll be interested in, but yeah. not as much as what yeah. you went to. Yeah. Well, and like our state conference that we have yeah. every year is is never that appealing to me. Well, because it's it's so broad. I think is part of it. Yeah, because it's just music education as opposed to like jazz, jazz. education. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That's part where, of it. Where what, what I'm looking for is like, oh, let me go to all the tech things. And mm-hmm. there's like three. And then they're also like, how do you start a tech program? And I was I'm just like, going to say, and they're usually like tech for or basic tech for yeah. beginning band or whatever, like those kinds of things, which yeah. are which are important and good. But yes. like, but again, when you're. Yeah. And same for me when I go to like these that that you conference or whatever. I look things. for the jazz things or like the theory thing. There's never theory things, but I look for the jazz things, and it's always like how to teach basic improv to like middle school kids or whatever. Yeah. Again, super important. Doesn't apply to me. Like, yeah, you know. So, so that's like I'm going this year, and I'm excited yeah. about it, and yeah. I know that I'm going to have fun. And well, I know and that I'm going to see stuff, and like most of these conferences, the hang, yeah, and and the meet and greet of people and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's equally as valuable and important and fun and whatever as the other stuff you know what i mean like i Mm -hmm. got to see so many of my like not so many but like quite a few like former teachers and 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 folks that i've worked with in the past and stuff that i've not seen for years um 
which was very cool and and like some of my kind of like jazz heroes and stuff got to meet a couple people um there was a very funny at least funny to me interaction um my professor from nccu we were we were chatting and um sean jones who's this like incredible trumpet player um, he came up and was talking to her and stuff and, and she's like, Oh, Sean, do you know Brandon? And I like laughed to myself cause I'm like, Sean does not know Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> like it would have been fun. It would have been made more sense for her to go, Oh, Brandon, do you know Sean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah like <laughs> it just was very funny. The, the order of that to me, like, no, he does not know me, but I very much know him. And I was like, it's very nice to meet you. A big fan, you know? So yeah, that's, that's, that was my conference time okay speaking of conferences yeah i don't know what conference this is mm-hmm. i know that this doesn't make any sense but arm's length is playing a conference in lancaster a conference yeah it's like a music business oh okay. conference uh uh-huh. or music industry sure 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 and i'm like how much because like you can go to the conference and see all the concerts for x amount of money mm-hmm. and i looked and i looked it through that way and it was like hundreds of dollars. And yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't, like it's a whole weekend con- conference and I have something to do on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I can't go to the whole thing. So it's kind of pointless. But can I go on, set, on to the show that's on Friday? And I can. And it's only $20. Oh, nice. And apparently, like two weeks before, they're also, they're playing in Lancaster. Or, well, that's in Philadelphia. Never mind. Hmm. But a uh, launch music conference and festival. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. So. That was another thing they, they kind of said is like even if you just went to like the evening concerts, yeah, with the gen thing, the the like your registration fee would be like way cheaper than what you would pay to see all these groups, yeah. in concert and stuff, <clears throat> which was cool. So, okay. Oh yeah. Also, I yeah. got to perform. Yeah, yeah, you did. That, <laughs> I, that, I liked, that was the reason I you went. Totally forgot about. It. Well, I mean, like to go to the conference and stuff. But yeah, that was that was sort of the impetus of it. Um, but yeah, that was really fun and and cool. Um, and uh, we got to perform with Camille Thurman Green, who's a great saxophonist and singer. Mm-hmm. Um, she sat in with us on a couple tunes. But yeah, that was cool. Um, yes. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say it was cool too because one of my former teachers was there, um, which was very nice to, that he came in supported, and it was cool to see him and catch up. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was a wild ride, man. <laughs> and then came back like right into teaching and being sick. Yeah, that kind of sucks that you're sick. Yeah. <clears throat> um, all right. So we're here to talk, talk about two tunes, and today's mm-hmm. a cover episode. Mm-hmm. Covers episode. Um, my cover is interesting mm-hmm. because the main artist is listed on every other uh, on every track. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, so it's Switch Switchfoot is the main artist, mm-hmm. and they put out an our our version mm-hmm. of their. Like their their, their mi- biggest their, album, their, their biggest for album, sure. uh, the beautiful letdown. Which uh, what is it? Chris Chris Lord Algae uh, mixed it, which okay. is a big name in mm-hmm. mixing. Um, does green like you name a rock band and he's he's done yeah, yeah. something for them. <clears throat> but this is a lot of like so they did their own. They they re recorded it yeah. like Taylor Swift is doing. Mm-hmm. I love how we're always like people are doing that now, and mm-hmm. we're just like 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 Taylor Swift's name is going to be yeah coming up in all of those. It's like oh you're doing what Taylor Swift did. Oh you're doing what Taylor's. Yeah. It's like yes we're re recording our album. Um, but in the deluxe edition of it, they also had other people. I'm guessing friends of theirs 
or just, I would think so, or like fans. <clears throat> well, all of these people have like are named, mm-hmm. like like they they are people with names. Yeah. So, and what I mean by that is, well, there's so Reliant K, mm-hmm. uh, Ryan Ryan Tedder from, from One, one Republic. Republic. Which did you listen to that one? I didn't. It's the same. It's basically like him doing karaoke to that song. Yeah, it's actually, literally maybe the I same. Did, and I'm like, this sounds similar. yeah, like it's fine. But um, I'm like the, the Jonas Brothers, yep. Al City, Ingrid, Andres, mm-hmm. um, friend of the podcast. Yes, um, Tyler Joseph from Twenty One Pilots, and like that's like the first half of the album is just like the covers. Yeah, but they're also like produced by the people of Switchfoot. Which I think what what happened is, well, I don't know exactly like what what went on, but yeah. So this is just like what popped up. I'm like, I know this song, but then it's like, isn't it by like it's like Switchfoot and John Bellion? Yeah. And I'm like, but this is a Switchfoot song. Why is this on a? So I listened to it. And I'm like, it it's got a bunch of different vibes from other artists mm-hmm. that that I think of. Well, but then, so they released. This is the deluxe edition. Yes. So they released it on its own first i believe so. which i listened to yeah no i know they did because i listened to it <laughs> so when you it listened came out. to it before yeah because i was like oh cool i was like i, I lo- used to love this album um it's cool that they're redoing it i assume for reasons like taylor swift did to like get, get it get more money get more money and like you know out of well, somebody well else's... Just, like i know what what that sounds like get more money it yeah, sounds yeah. like no they're just trying it's like they're trying to get any money yeah because, because whatever label owns because a bank, a, a label is a bank mm-hmm. that then owns the thing that you made. Mm-hmm. You never own the thing that you made, mm-hmm. um, unless you have a really great deal, like right. uh, like the Foo Fighters. They're not on a major record label. Mm-hmm. They're on their own record label, and they've always been on their own rec- record label. And they have a distribution deal with a major record label, mm-hmm. and that's how like they're so they and they. I mean, it's it's Dave Grohl. He he had enough money to produce anything he wanted to and he's just like well we're just going to keep producing our own stuff right so like they're on their own record label where these bands are probably like let's let's try to get more money for us on our own thing yeah and, <clears throat> which i yeah i'm not going to say anything about okay it. but um there's subtle differences between the two albums yeah. so anyway so they released that yeah. and then they had obviously mm-hmm. been working on it, but then they released this deluxe edition, which mm-hmm. is that plus all these covers of the whole album. Yeah. But yeah, I wonder too, like, did they produce it? Did they play along? Obviously, the one with the guy from One Republic is literally just them playing the song. And him singing And then him singing on top of it instead of John Foreman, who's the lead singer. So if you... But all the but most or at least the other ones that I listened through because I listened to the Jonas Brothers one I listened to the, the John Bellion one which we're going to talk about mm-hmm. I listened to the Owl City one I think I listened to another one they're all more like reinterpretations in the more in the style of what those people of the do artist. yeah so all of, most of these <clears throat> if not all of them mm-hmm. are are produced and engineered in like the section so on Apple Music you can go to credits and it'll show mm-hmm. you what they're willing to tell you yeah. Um, <clears throat> and it says the 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 Foreman brothers, which is the two brothers who wrote the song, right? Um, and then, but then in performance, it says by Switchfoot and Ryan Tedder mm-hmm. or Al City and Switchfoot. So like they they all say that, and they're all well. This also says that one. The Al City one says that it's produced by Al City and the Foreman brothers, mm-hmm. which they probably just like executive produced, maybe mm-hmm. possibly. Yeah. Um, but you can tell some of them are are very much like, oh, this is not 
just them redoing the song or like it's switchfoot playing and then like a different singer yeah. like like you said the, right. the Ryan Tedder version yeah and apparently some of the lyrics are different oh like Al Pacino's cash is now Al Capone's cash and Lexus cages is now Tesla cages sure I yeah I don't I don't really know because I don't know the songs well enough off mm-hmm. the record but I mean I did at one time I I, I was never <laughs> a big switchfoot person yeah um like i you know they come out of that christian mm-hmm. alternative rock scene and stuff but like they were a band i never really got into but i got into this album mm-hmm. if that makes sense so i guess i was a switch person but only for like only for this album yeah um not their stuff before not their stuff after they were also one of those bands that like just blew up too like with this album i think they had a a song on like a soundtrack or something and then that got them like major label interest, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like, because they, they went from like very small to very huge, kind of yeah. right, right away. At least in my recollection of of things. From yeah, the I mean, early this, this is where this song is where I heard them in. When when did this come out? Two thousand six, maybe. Okay, five something like that. So like, like that's where I heard this. I'm like, this is really cool. Yeah. Um. So that's that's the. The, the brief history of, yeah. of Switchfoot. I think that, the other reason I wasn't you know? as, like, into them or aware of them is because they weren't on the, like, handful of Christian labels that I listened oh, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't a tooth and nail band. Mm-hmm. They weren't on BEC. They weren't on Goatee Record. Like, any of those, like, yeah, yeah. little Christian labels that I mm-hmm. listened to. They, so well, wasn't Goatee... Um, Goatee is like a... Isn't it, isn't it Reliant K's record? label uh like that they were on or like, that they started that they started because i know they had their own i don't know i don't think so okay i could be wrong but i don't I think don't so i could look it up but i'm not gonna okay I'm not going to so john bellion john bellion yeah who's a name i know as well yeah not super familiar with his music but I okay know, I so know. he <clears throat> it, it sounds like he's more of a songwriter mm-hmm. than a performer yeah but he's like a rapper too right um Yes, singer, singer, rapper, rapper, record producer. Um, So you have heard his works because he wrote the chorus to The Monster by Eminem featuring Rihanna. Sure, okay. Um, Kind of recall that song. He had, oh, where are you? Uh, Beautiful Now, a song on Zed's album, True Colors. Okay. Um, He only has two albums. Yeah, but he has a lot of credits. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, worked for Pharrell, Coldplay, John Mayer, Andre 3000, uh, Paul Simon, Jay Dilla, or no, that's a big fan of, um, Ooh, he's, he's, wait, what is this? Okay. Launched his own record label and signed Lawrence. So in front of the pod. There we go. And Lawrence was the opener. The hotel. Anyways. Um, he also has a song. So speaking of covers, um, Band Wolves at the Gate, mm-hmm. who we featured before, um, and I'd like to feature them on a covers episode again from their album, but they did an album of covers, and they did one of his songs called Stupid Deep. Mm-hmm. And I've not listened to the original yet, but I really like their cover version. Mm-hmm. Um, so, All right, so yeah. here's here's more credits. Uh, co-produce and co-write hits such as Vulnerable by Selena Gomez, mm-hmm. Daisies by Katy Perry, Stacy and Life Must Go On by Quinn XCII, which is probably the number, and I don't know what that is. I'm sorry. Liar and Shameless 92. by... Okay. Uh, Liar and Shameless by Camila C- Cabela. Mm-hmm. Graveyard by Halsey, which we featured mm-hmm. as a cover on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Memories by Maroon 5. And his work with Justin Bieber on Justice. 
and did uh, Justice Bieber, including the singles Holly and Ghost. Holly or Holy? Holy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Anyways, here's the original, and we'll just um, what I what I re- I really dig the beginning of this. Uh-huh. Um, but the thing is, I and what's I, the song? Meant to live. Mm-hmm. I'm playing the original version off of the original recording, not mm-hmm. the R version. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Iconic. Everybody knows that. Yeah. 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 I just like flash back to my dorm room <laughs> and my like all tech Lansing speakers. Yes. Man, I've never done this for karaoke. I should do this one for karaoke. I like this song. It's a good song. such a good song it is um there's a this is okay so i listen to a lot of mixes in um dolby atmos because like i'm i I have the capability of it Mm -hmm. and um sometimes quick explainer for what that is dolby atmos is a surround sound format that can be streamed and if you have so it's i think title might have it but Apple Music has it, and then if you have their Apple headphones, mm-hmm. um, you can listen in it. And it does change the mix yeah. of how you listen to things. Some things are a lot clearer, like you can hear a lot more mm-hmm. of stuff. Some of the, mi- some of the mixes are garbage. Mm-hmm. They're like, why did you do that? The, this, the, the, the stereo mix is so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it, it does that. And then it's it's... I think the reason Apple is pushing it because mm-hmm. they're they're really pushing Dolby Atmos, but the reason that they're pushing it is because of the vision, their their goggle thing. Oh, uh-huh. and it's going to be really really um, <clears throat> beneficial to video games and movies. I don't think it's going to be super beneficial to to songs, yeah, music. But it's an interesting like. Does it make it better or worse? It's more, in my opinion, right now, just different. Mm-hmm. Um, cause some of them are like, oh, this is really cool. And some, some mixes like you just don't even have a stereo mix. It's mm-hmm. just, you just have the, the Dolby mix. Um, but sometimes it trashes it. It's just like, what are you doing? Like mm-hmm. we can hear all these like little mistakes mm-hmm. that when they like older music, like, and then sometimes they won't do the whole album. They'll just do like the hits. Uh-huh. So like the blue album from, from Weezer, uh-huh. they have Say It Ain't So, they have Undone the Sweater Song, and they have Buddy Holly. Yeah. And then everything else is stereo. Oh. So while you're listening to it, it's like stereo, 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 Atmos mix, stereo, yeah. Atmos mix. And it's yeah, just like, weird. what do you, 
okay. And then you really notice the difference and you're just like, ooh, you can hear all of these little mm-hmm. inconsistencies. And it's like, why is that that loud? And But then there's, there's, there's issues with it, yeah. in my opinion, right now. Because also... You can turn in on you can turn the the Atmos mix on and off on your phone to send it, and you can turn it off on your headphones to receive it. And you got to make sure that they're both on. Because sometimes I'm listening, I'm like this sounds like crap, and then I like I'll look at something, and I'm like, oh, it's not on on that on the headphones. I got to turn it on the headphones, mm-hmm. and I go back and I listen to it again. And then it's like, is this better, or is it just like I'm, I like it more because it's the second time through and I'm used to it? Yeah. Like, you know, like when you taste something bad and then you drink it again, and you're like, oh, it's okay. I'm not like, yeah. it's not as bad as I thought it was because right. like now you're like used to it. Yeah. Um, but that is, <clears throat> that's the original version. And then here is the John Bellion version, which I'm going to make references to like, it reminds me of this. Okay. It reminds me of this. And then you can comment. So here. Cody Fry, uh-huh. right? Like his his uh, symphony album. Yeah. Fumbling his confidence and, and even like the vocal thing, kind of, sort of, a little bit. Past him by. Hoping that he's bent for more than arguments and failed attempts to fly. I like this a lot. And then emoji keep. Oh yeah. Like the the auto tune ish yeah. of this. Now I kind of want to hear like a whole string cover of this album. Yeah. Like, yeah. It wouldn't be that hard to do just yeah. with this. There's just, those, you know, those like that, what is it, Vitamin String Quartet? Yeah, yeah. They used to do all those like full album covers of stuff. There probably is. It yeah. probably exists. I don't know. I don't know that I want that. I want like more this. Like it's a, not just a string cover, but like with strings and, okay. you know. Cody Fry, get on it. <laughs> there you go. French horn. The only thing I want to hear, even not necessarily like as the final version or whatever, is like some more like reharmonization at some different times. Okay. Would be kind of cool. Yeah. Might just be my jazz brain a little bit. Yes. Like wanting a little bit. Because you brought it up, I'm thinking of it more. Like, is there. I mean, they're. they're, they're like, do I don't think there's any vocal harmony. No, 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 no. I meant reharmonization as in, like, change the chords. Yeah. 
There was like a spot in the bridge I thought of it in particular where he goes to like a particular note and I'm gotcha. like, oh, you could have done a whatever chord there, but just because you can doesn't make it better. doesn't translate well in these headphones mm-hmm. but the bass in this is drastic in the in the in my apple headphones yeah. with the um dolby Atmos mix mm-hmm. compared to the original like mm-hmm. it's just like so much bass heavy mm-hmm. in it so this kind of flattens it out in yeah. in in these headphones but yeah that's really good man i'm glad you found that because like i said i listened to their yeah, I listened to it when it first came out of like our version or whatever, mm-hmm. and was like, "Yeah, this is cool." And, and like, I haven't really listened to it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is cool that you found this because I like this. And I like I said, I listened to a couple of them last night. I like the Jonas Brothers one, mm-hmm. the Owl City one is Owl City. Is it? I, I, didn't, I didn't get that far in to the album. I, think I just I got was up like to... picking and choosing of like who do I know. I wanted to listen yeah. to the Twenty One Pilots one, but I didn't listen to that. Yeah, um, just because I like I. I like that the like three songs I know by them. Well, yeah, so I understand. Um, hold on a second. Let me view credits on that because <clears throat> he's he's on as a producer and uh, who? Uh, Tyler Joseph from Twenty One from Twenty One Pilots, which I don't because I mean it's just it, it Twenty One Pilots is just two guys. Yeah, it's a drummer and and then that guy who sings and and plays everything else. Yeah. Um, are you intrigued to listen to more John Bellion? Like his I stuff? I did. I listened to his oh, main thing. Okay. And it's, it, he's got, this, this is similar to what he does as far as his own okay. things, like orchestral, auto-tuned vocals, mm-hmm. um, grand things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really know him as a, as a writer though. Yeah. Cause I've only heard the one song and it was like the, his popular song, mm-hmm. like, which was like all time low. I think was the song mm-hmm. name. I do need to listen to that stupid deep just because I like the cover. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to hear the original. But yeah, his his is a name that I have heard of before. I think he kind of is in that like Christiany yeah oh, scene. Oh, um, if you look him up and you find the first picture, mm-hmm. um, you'll have to come over. This is me coming over to pose my film. Just just look. Look at oh, it's like a praise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and this is at uh the Glory, Glory Sound, Sound Prep Tour. Yeah, that's for sure. Which is just like oh yeah yeah. You're, I th- I think most of the artists on this album are kind Cheers. of Making in noise. that realm. Yeah, well, like I, even the Jonas Brothers, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know that they were ever a Christian band, but like they don't hide it. Weirdly watched like two documentaries on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, one was like about them, like growing up and everything. And then another one is like about their like huge comeback tour and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but like that was always like kind of a big part. Like I think they grew up in like the youth group scene and that kind of thing. So yeah, but yeah, I really like this cover. It's really good. Cause what I originally thought. So I te- you you sent me the two we're going to record two today and you sent me the two things. Yeah. And I asked about the second one being 
a cover. Is that the cover? And you're like, no, it's the Switchfoot one or the first one or whatever. And yeah. then and then at, and then I still didn't register because it says like the John Bellion version or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it still didn't register with me because I was like, oh, maybe he's doing the thing of like they redid their own song, so that's the cover, which would would work. But yeah, it's yeah. it's him redoing their song, and yeah. So I'm on board now. <laughs> the cold is kind of messing up my brain a little bit, but I'm good. Yeah, it's snowed a little bit uh, so I also just mean the cold that I have oh okay like the, the sickness I was talking about the cold of, of the, the winter also the cold of winter yeah although we're like weirdly getting off okay oh yeah like usually you know Pennsylvania we get some we get some winter stuff and whatever but like yeah well, New York State is getting slammed and like yeah. Iowa's blizzards and flooding and there rain and tornadoes some... everywhere else it's like literally every other state other than us is the, the Motion City slammed. soundtrack uh they they made a post because uh, they're doing that the 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 tour of their record. Oh okay, I forget which which record. Yeah, um, but they're like Boston, we're playing tonight, but Buffalo and Toronto were canceling because <laughs> yeah. the drive and you guys are yeah in in hell. Yeah, so we'll see you in. We'll reach. I'm still curious about that. So they moved the people are hearing this. It will already have happened. Oh, yeah, but they yeah. moved the the Buffalo Bills game to Monday. That was supposed to be today as we record. Bills and Steelers. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I'm. Th- but I'm still I, thinking like t- like 24 hours from now. <laughs> yeah, I guess it'll be better. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it's like up there. My mom, she called. Oh, they had night. like feet of snow. Yeah, it, but, that's uh, what it looked like. But yeah, that's snow. that's a Tuesday. Up sure, in, up in but lake, and, and lake then the country. crazy temperatures, and they were supposed to get more snow and whatever. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. we're gonna supposedly. It, I think we're crap. not. I don't either because it changed. It was it was like you're getting snow on Tuesday, and now it's like, well, now it's you're getting snow on Tuesday again. Yeah, but I, but it's going to be freezing. Yeah, high of twenty nine. That's not that bad. The game last night it was like negative four. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, but I'm saying here for yeah. us. No, I know that's what I mean. But that's what I'm saying. We're getting off relatively easy. Yep. So, all right, is it my turn? It is your turn. Cool. Do you want to dance? Uh, with somebody who likes loves you loves yeah. you yes i would like that who loves me. actually um so this is a song we're recording this on january 14th so it just this song came out. came out on january 12th <laughs> um did you just discover it not discover it but like did you know about it was coming out uh i probably saw peter so this is um emily sangder she's the main person and then peter eldridge is sort of it's like with her on this, um, I probably saw Peter post something about this mm-hmm. previously, like that it was coming out, um, but then just didn't remember or whatever until I saw on Friday on the twelfth that like oh it was out and he was posting about it, other people were posting about it, and so then I went and gave it a listen and was like ooh I like this, and then I I think I texted you not long after and was like hey aren't we due for a covers episode soon, and you're like yeah, and so I was like cool because mm-hmm. a friend of mine is on a thing. Um, so Emily Sanger is a songwriter and, and singer and stuff that I was not super familiar with. Um, she is a fairly recent Berkeley grad. She graduated in 2021, um, where I believe she studied with Peter at Berkeley. Okay. Um, he teaches like songwriting and, and other things. Um, Peter, we have sort of mentioned before on the podcast, he's, he's part of that group Moss mm-hmm. that we featured, and he's also a member of the New York Voices um, just the sweetest guy also super nice. Um, and, um, yeah, so they, they did this cover of, um, I want to dance with somebody originally by 
Whitney Houston. Yeah. I think this cover is really interesting because it made me think of the lyrics differently. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to play the original a little bit? A little bit, yeah. So, like, it's a very poppy, upbeat dance song and whatever. Like, yes. oh, I want to dance with somebody. But, like, I think hearing it in this version makes you realize that the lyrics are, like, a little bit sadder Okay. than, than maybe you yeah. would have thought about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um and so I really like that. Like it kind of it focused more on the lyrical aspect of things and like what the song is actually about, as opposed to just like a dance track. Okay. So that's what I really liked about it. So I do have a quick quiz for you. Oh. Actually, it's more of a guess. It's not a quiz because mm-hmm. you shouldn't know this. All right. So I'll play the original. Mm-hmm. You have to tell me who played synth bass on it. Oh my god. <clears throat> and you know him, dog. Oh, uh, the guy from American Idol yes. slash Journey. Journey? Yeah, he was in Journey for a minute, wasn't he? Yeah. Anyways, that's the guy. Randy. Yeah. That's all I got, Randy. Who's another uh, 80s icon? And their last name. Like, when you think the 80s music, you think... I mean, of, there's so many people. Yeah, know. but who do you think of, number one? I don't know. Jackson? Randy yeah, Jackson? Yeah, okay. He's he's the he's the synth bass. Yeah. Now you won't be able to stop listening to it. Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty prominent too. Yeah. Like people know these lyrics and probably yeah. sing them or whatever, but like. Yep. And she's like, you hear like the loneliness calls, but like, this just sounds so happy and whatever, like yeah. you know. But it's like, no, I'm lonely and I'm sad, and like I want to dance with somebody, like you know. I think the the poppiness kind of upbeatness. Yep. It's if you really focus on the lyrics, is like a doesn't doesn't jive totally. One hundred percent. Um, by the way, the guitar is a guitar synthesizer. Uh-huh. There, there's, uh, I think the only real instrument are drums and alto sax. Everything else is surprising that the drums are real. Well, there's also synth percussion. Well, as well. sure. Yeah, I mean, but there hear. are some. Uh, the guy who produced it, N- Narada Michael Walden. Okay. And she uh, did the vocal arrangement. Oh. Oh, I wanna. I'm gonna. I'm sorry. We we usually not play this much of it, <laughs> but I wanted to like forward to. Okay, so just listen to the 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 guys singing dance. Okay. It's just like dance. Yeah. <laughs> the entire end part, dance. And so squarely on the beat too. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Like she's all dance. over the place and they're like, yeah. dance. Because it's it's it becomes part of the the background. Mm-hmm. Dance. Alright, so here is the other version. Yeah. Emily Sanger with Peter Eldridge. 
And she's playing guitar. And, and I assume Peter is playing piano as yes. well. I don't know if he's singing. I only Peter's know. saying, no, he's the singer. He's the male singer that comes out. Okay. It, it doesn't say that. Mm, that's it weird. It only says the piano, guitar, and bass. Who's the bass player? I'm going to send it over your way. Yong Che Jong, I would say. Sure. Already, this is a totally different song, which I really like. And speaking, I was talking about reharmonization in the last thing. I there's definitely some, even if, even if little things. Yeah, like it's. I think some of the harmonies are a little different and stuff. I should have. I didn't have enough time to kind of reach out to Peter and ask him more questions yeah. about this, but. Like maybe who played all the other parts, like the shaker and the drums. Oh, the drums and stuff, yeah. And, yeah. Well, I'd be curious too, like, was this more of a collaboration thing, like of the arrangement, or was it like she kind of came up with it and it was more just like, hey, Peter, I'd love to have you on this, or, you know. I did listen to it. She only has like a handful of singles out and stuff, and um, they're all very good. Really like. Do you think this may have? She been... very much fits my aesthetic oh, of yeah. things I like. Do you think this might have been a like a class project? It could have been, yeah. I know they do like songwriting stuff, and he'll do some like he'll do like duo performances with yeah. his students and things um, on like things that they've written. But I I can imagine they would do some cover things. I love him as a singer and songwriter as well. I need to bring on some of his um, original stuff too. Yeah, I, I I don't think I heard this in headphones. Oh yeah, so the the splitting of uh huh. Yeah, this like dreamy aspect of that section, and then they come back together. Oh, that's so good! Into the key change. Too, it sounds like yes yeah
just so good, man. Yeah, I really, really I, like it. I, I mean, obviously, to, I brought it to the podcast, but it's I want just you to ask. Really good. Like, we'll, just, we'll just, do what we ask. Just like, <laughs> like who mixed it? Um, who the producers are? I mean, I know I have names, but I don't know who they are. Uh-huh. My assumption, my thought is that this is a because you said she's a recent Berkeley grad, twenty twenty one. Yeah. Oh well, that's yeah. It's not that recent, but okay, like so, re- yeah. more recent than when you and I graduated so, college. So, so probably <laughs> not a a school project. No, but maybe it it grew from that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's maybe. Like, hey, will you play on this? Yeah, I don't. I don't know all the stuff. Again, like I, there wasn't enough kind of time for me yeah. to reach out to Peter and get it, like more information. But like, even mm-hmm. this, this, the classes and things that he teaches, like I don't know. Mm-hmm. How do you know him? Um, just through through uh, the world that I live in of like vocal jazz and and mm-hmm. things like that. So he. Um, he himself and then also just the new york voices group that he's been a part of Mm -hmm. um we've crossed paths numerous times either when i was at mansfield or when i was at swick um or since i've been a teacher like at different times um i know the four members of the of the new york voices Mm -hmm. i would consider peter to be like a friend of mine like you know like i Mm -hmm. actually know him kind of thing where the others um like uh, you know, I, I feel like I can talk to them. Um, they don't necessarily know who I am, which is fine. They don't need to, but like, I, you know, <laughs> I, I consider Peter a friend. Um, but yeah, so, and we've just interacted in different ways, um, in, in different things over the years. And like, he's, he's clinicked in one of my vocal jazz ensembles. Um, I've gotten to like help out when he was like a director for like Allstate and some different things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's, and he's just like the sweetest guy. In fact, it is a, it is a year ago today that I was in New York city seeing them, seeing the New York voices at, um, Birdland mm-hmm. that like memory just popped up on my Facebook today. So, um, you know, and I got to chat with him a little bit then, which is cool. Um, I'm looking at his. Uh... Oh, but anyway, one of the, one of where I was going with this was like, so yes, okay, he teaches like songwriting and stuff, but also like, do they study other songs? Do do mm-hmm. they do a covers project kind of thing? Like to me, that would sort of make sense. That yeah. would be an outgrowth of songwriting, just like. If you're teaching a composition thing, you should study other people's works and mm-hmm. also maybe do an arrangement of something. You know what I mean? Like it all kind of fits together because it all it's similar, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't like like we said, we don't know exactly where this is coming from. So yeah. was it a project that they had to cover something and do some reharmonization and reinstrumentation or whatever? Um, I'm looking at his courses taught or whatever. Okay, yeah. What and the one, the, well, there's there's six on here. Which is that be, Berkeley, right? These are all, he's on sabbatical right now. These also, are Berkeley. So. so, Great American Songbook Ensemble. Perfect. Uh, before and after the art of song reinvention. Hmm. And then there you go. Uh, that maybe came. This yeah, is, you know. exactly. Uh, vocal perspectives on songwriting, and then hmm. just like uh, instruction and like lessons and lessons. Yeah. yeah. But the class uh, before and after the art of song reinvention. The class teach, uh, teaches personalized arranging. It asks students of any musical style to delve deeper into the performing arts of reinvention. That mm. is to take repertoire from, or for example, jazz rock and the Ameri- the great American songbook, country, Beatles, soul, Brazilian pop and original tunes and modernize assigned pieces to complement the student as an artist. There we go. So yeah, this is the, this is exactly what this would have could yeah. have come from. Yeah. Electable by all BM and PD students. It's PD production to probably, something. but this is this is a undergraduate class, uh-huh. which sucks because that means I can't take it. 
I mean, I could, but I have to pay for it. Yeah. And I don't want to do that yet. Imagine going back to school for a bachelor's. Yeah. It's like, yeah. can you just like up the rigor and like yeah. move it to like the 700s or whatever? A, a friend of mine, um, she, within the last couple of years, decided to go back to school for her, her education degree. Yeah. And I know there was a lot of things, like, granted, she only had to go for, like, two years, because she already had an undergraduate degree yeah. in, in something else, and so only had to go for, like, her focus focus stuff of, yeah. like, the English ed stuff she was doing, but I know there was, like, a lot of horror stories, and, like, she she's a, a few years younger than me, and so, like, she's in school with 18-year-olds mm-hmm. yep. and all this stuff, and mm-hmm. just the... the I, I went... I won't say the horrors, but I'm sure some days it felt like the horrors to her and stuff. But I just, just hearing her talk about that and like even in my own schooling, like when I when I went to school in Iowa, I was 22, 23 mm-hmm. going to school with 18 year olds. Mm-hmm. And like, again, that's not that big a difference. But it kind of is. Yeah. You know, that that four or five years is and especially having gotten pretty much all of my undergrad degree, like having gone to school already. Yeah. I treated that school differently than mm-hmm. did some other people, you know, not, not for better or for worse, just I was older and had more experience and whatever. So yeah. yeah, I can't imagine being, well, actually, you know, I just, I was just talking about this with a friend of mine who's in the master's program I'm in, but she's in person yeah, yeah. and she was saying like, there's people that she's like 35 and there's people that are 22, 23 yeah. and just the, the, the difference in a lot of things, you mm-hmm. know? Not that they're any worse or she's any better. It's just you're, yeah. you're a very different people at those ages. When I, so. when I went back to school and was like... Oh, that's right. Yeah. How old were you? when you I went? was 28. Yeah. So I was 10 years old <laughs> yeah. than everybody that Wild. was in my class. Wild. Yeah. But then but then near the end, this other, uh, <clears throat> this other girl that I went to high school with, mm-hmm. she was in my brother's grade. So she was two years above me, was coming back. And she had like three kids. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, she, she took time away from teaching yeah. to raise a, raise a family uh-huh. and then like hey i can go back to school now let me go yeah. back to school so her my junior year was her junior year yeah um and she was 32 yeah i'd say yeah so anyways some wild stuff oh i found out <laughs> this is extra funny to me so when i was in undergrad there was a it was a year i think where we had or some, I don't know, it was like some kind of overlap of time mm-hmm. where there we had um, a guy who came back. Again, he had been teaching for like a long time and came back and got his master's. There was a guy from Scotland who came in as like an exchange kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was the next year then we had a guy from Greece who was coming in as a um, master's student. Mm-hmm. And because of who I am and whatever, I, I nicknamed them old guy, oh, yeah, you, Scottish guy, mm-hmm. and Greek guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then, flash forward to now, mm-hmm. I found out from my um, fellow master's students that they refer to me as online guy. <laughs> and I love that so much. Like, it's first of all, it comes full circle. Yeah. And second of all, is amazing. So and like, they were like, oh, we did, you know, they were like, as they told me, it, they, they were almost like apologetic. I'm like, no, no, no. First of all, hilarious. But second of all, yeah, no, I'm the online guy. Like, I'm the guy that is online in this program. <laughs> That's it. Because they were saying, because like for my arranging class, three of our projects were recorded projects. Yeah, like yeah. that was part of it, not mm-hmm. just the writing, but also the, the, the recording of it. Yeah. And since I don't really have access to, mm-hmm. you know that level of student that can just sight read a chart down or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
I either had to turn in MIDI realizations, which are not great, or I would get them done early and then have them record. have them record it. And so they would say, like, when they were mixing or, or just, like, putting them on the thing and sending them to the professor, be like, okay, Bo, you know, blah, 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 online guy, blah, blah, blah. Like, so I was like, that's perfect. I, I really love that, actually. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's cool. So, yeah. And it was also a lot of, as I was meeting everybody, it's like, oh, you're the guy. You're the, you're you're the, the guy. guy. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't even say that, but they're just like, oh, that okay. That makes sense now. You're the guy whose name I see in emails or the guy whose name I see, mm-hmm. you know, or yeah, the guy whose chart we played and whatever yeah. and stuff. So, yeah. That, that makes me think of something that I'm going to check okay. during or after this episode. Okay. So maybe we'll talk about it next episode. Maybe. Probably. Sizzle. All right, but Anyways. Uh, what you got? I appreciate what we're done. What you, that's what I mean. What you got? What do I got? Yeah. We got our goodbye, our send off. Uh-huh. We need to work on that jingle. I was I was searching through jingle jangle bingle bangle. It's the Two Tunes podcast. I was I was <laughs> I, I know. Just clip that out. <laughs> Good. Uh, I was checking because apparently on on uh, Spotify you can leave comments, but they're not like public comments. Oh, weird. And I was looking for them because I know that we have them, but apparently you can't. Fi- I can't find them. So. <laughs> of course. But I did find one, and they're like, "You need to work on that jingle." And it was our friend. Oh. I don't want to mention their name. On Fine. Here. Okay. We'll talk about it after. Yeah. Um, but they're like, "You need to work on that jingle," and I'm like, "We don't have a jingle," and I'm like, "They're they're joking with us because oh, yeah, they yeah. they know who you are." Oh yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. We're not going to work on that jingle. Sorry, okay. guys. But uh, if you made it this far, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Please tell uh, a loved one, a friend. Please tell a hated one. And just tell people about the Please podcast. tell somebody you're just like okay with, just a neutral person Yeah, so that we, like, can, we can get more. I, I think know. we've kind of dipped a little bit in, yeah. in listeners, and I don't really know how to get that up. I don't know either. Besides paying money. Yeah. And I, I Do you watch Only Murders in the Building? Uh, my daughter did. On TV, like on the ABC on, rebroadcast or no, on Hulu? On Hulu. Oh, should she learn a lot of new words? Uh, probably. Or just know. the one word a whole lot? Um, I don't know. I didn't I didn't watch it with her. She that's right. It on her own. I, um, I only saw one episode recently, yeah. and it was like episode five of season one. It was like just okay. really random. But they have a podcast. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's <laughs> called Only Murder- Murders in the Building. Yeah, but they're talking to these other guys who also have a podcast. Yeah, Only Murderers in the Building. No. Is it with the one girl? It's Yard Dogs is the guy's. Okay, then it's okay. It's not. It's not the girl from yeah. from uh, Mean Girls who wrote Mean Girls and Tina, Tina Fey. No. Okay. Anyway, Tina. Fey this is season it. one, episode like five. It was early on. Yeah. But they so they have like just started their podcast and they have like a uh-huh. couple episodes out. But they're talking to these other guys, and like these guys, they think they're like, oh, we got the, you know this podcast or whatever. And they're like, yeah, we're just like kind of up and coming. And like we got like sixty thousand listeners or whatever. And they're like, oh, and they have like. <laughs> 17 <laughs> yeah that's us yeah so it just made me think of that yeah we are only murderers in the building yeah it's 17 anyways like subscribe tell your friends yeah. join the discord join yeah. the facebook group word to your mother bye <laughs>